Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, Crown Jewel, WPLE, Premium Live Event, is happening actually tomorrow. This should be up basically on the same day, so Saturday. And me and my wife are going to do a, you know, our predictions. Right now, I'm going to do mine as I normally do, just in case she decides not to, you know, do it because she's coming home from work and too tired. Hey, it is what it is. So I want to put up my predictions of who I believe is going to win or who's going to to lose, right? So we do have a match on the pre-show, which is good because I'm, I mean, for real, I've been you know, tired of the pre-show being basically a a hype show and people just talking about the matches, you know? The same cast and crew, by the way, talking about the same motherfucking matches over and over and over and over and over again. Mm. So, I got tired of that and I'm glad that they're doing this because having a two, three hour, even sometimes, you know, like something like that, pre-show where you're just going over vignettes and videos packages and having the same cast and crew talk about the match all talk about the matches all damn day you know I get it gets kind of stale it needs they need to bring back pre-shows I mean these like the pre-show for me is for storyline matches because you have storyline matches that cannot make it onto the main show. Right? I think AEW does it perfectly. You have multiple matches during the pre-show while you get the chance to, you know, decide to download Peacock or somehow pay to see the, you know, premium live event. Right? Get you ready for the premium live event as it starts to happen. You know, and I I like that. You know, give me something to actually watch. Let me get a little sneak preview of of the arena, right? There's a lot of people out there, definitely right now with, you know, WD2K, who makes arenas, by the way. You know, hey, just in case you, you know, maybe not getting the uh, actual... You want to actually see it just if you want to see the damn arena and make it in the game, right? Hey, you got the opportunity to do that. Bam, pre-show. Show you the arena. You get the uh you get some of your pre-hype you know vignettes in there, but you break up the monotony with actual matches. Right now we got one because they testing the waters back again to see if people even give a shit about it. But hey, okay, I'll take it. One is good. I like to have two or three because I believe you can have a, you know, eight, nine, ten match card on the night. Yes, I said ten match card on the night. Technically. Like AEW sometimes you you can fit 12. Yeah, you can fit 12 in. I can fit a good handful of matches. You know, give you about an hour or two worth of hype and shit 
throwing a match here and there. Doing the uh the uh pre-show, you know, let them talk about it, you know. Oh, Roman Reigns is looking like he's the most deadliest guy out there. Oh boy, type of shit, right? And throw a match in there. You can have five minute matches, ten minute matches, and again have a main event of a 20 minute match at the end. Think about it. Can I fit five matches on a pre-show? Five. You have five match pre-show and a five match actual goddamn uh main event, the actual event. It all can be done. Actual main event, the actual show will be done in about I'll give it three hours. One like uh, your average Monday Night Raw. Seriously, <laughs> an average Monday Night Raw, right? In the in the space of your average Monday Night Raw. So all together with the pre-show, which at the end of the day when you rewatch it, we cut down. You can have a together six-hour event where. You have matches in between. Three hours of pre-show. Or two hours, five, six hours of that. You know, so five, six hours all together. Event cut down to about, let's say, four at max. One hour pre-show. And a three-hour main show. And you want three hours because we know that your, you know, you know your audience can sit through three hours. Because if your audience can sit through three hours of Monday Night Motherfucking Raw, you can sit through a three-hour, you know, pay-per-view of it. Right? So, just saying. You have a women's match in there, you know. If you, you have a women's match in there, a women's tag title match as well, or a number one contendership for a women's tag title match, that can take about 10 minutes. 10 minutes right there. You can have a uh, battle royal in there. That'll take about 15 minutes. Hey, guess what? Now that's 25. That's two matches, 25 minutes. third match come in another 10 minute match up to 35-45 another match come in 20 minute match main event that's an hour every time the match ends you throw in you know a minute or two of vignettes. You have the commentators talk about the matches going on in front of you while also hyping up the actual match. You can do two things at the the same time. 
because you can use the match in front of you to talk about one of the previous matches. If you have a women's uh, no more contendership match, okay, that's a good thing too, by the way, that leads you into what's happening tonight, which is going to be a women's titles match right there. Okay, there's no more contendership. Showing you that whoever wins this matchup Oh, wait, we got a no more contender already. And you don't tell what title it's going to be. You can say it's for the tag titles. If you want to do it for the tag titles, you can do two, you know, a tag team. If you want to do a singles match, it'll be for a no more contendership for one of the women's titles. One of the women's titles, WD or, you know, WO Worlds Championship, and you want to do it that way because you want to leave it inconspicuous so it can be pretty much you can toss them out when they need to. If they fought or you know nobody wins, you can toss it out to Rhea Ripley to beat her on the Monday Night Raw, right? <laughs> on a Monday Night Raw, or if you need to, you can have the person win and it's a big name individual, they can go down to NXT if you need them to and cash in their no more contendership on NXT. All I say is a certain person and it's going to be for the, you know, EO Sky's, you know, title. Go for that with the words. I mean, the WD. I think. The name of hers. you setting up things. Have an Incontinental Championship, No More Contenders match. Things that you can do on Monday Night Raw or Friday Night Smackdown, you want to try to do here, doing a pre-show. Get people who actually turn in to watch it to watch it. But it's not going to be that very, you know, controversial if you don't watch it that you missed out on something big. But you say a number of contendership, that's pretty big, but it's not. If you've heard about a number of contendership, you're not losing your mind. It's not like it's a return, right? <laughs> we ain't doing that. But we know we want to make it so somebody... And something happens and you get something to watch. Why are they talking about it? That's why you have people talking about the match and you have others on it. That's why you need to have about four people on the panel. And they, I think they actually do. They have like four or five, six people on the panel talking about the premium live event. Use them. Two people talk about the match. You yell it over to somebody, get their attention. Hey, but what do you think about this match so far? Oh, that's good. We were talking about Roman Reigns. We might be seeing somebody in here who's going to be his next opponent. You can do that. <clears throat> Definitely with these guys, it's WD. It's not like they have, you know, chumps. They know how to do this shit. Enough of me uh, rambling on because I just love the fact that he's doing pre-shows again. I'm sorry. I'm the type of person. More wrestling, the better. Because in the, if you, let's say me and my wife decide to go to sleep on the night and try to rewatch Crown Jewel afterwards. Well, on a day. And we go watch Crown Jewel afterwards. After it goes off. All the damn vignettes going to be gone pretty much anyway. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about the actual 
matches. Because like I said, it's going to be one is dead already. There's one, one match that I think they showed already. They might bring up some more because it is Friday Night Smackdown right now. You know, well, not on right now, but it is Friday and Friday Night Smackdown does happen and they can bring up more pre, you know, pre-show matches. But right now they have one. And for right now, the one that they have is Sami Zayn and JD Madonna. You know, like I always say before, if it's a surprise type of thing that happens on Friday Night SmackDown, we do reserve a mulligan. So, <laughs> as you heard before on the previous one, if you listen to it uh, beforehand on my wife's uh, podcast, we do deserve a mul- we do reserve a mulligan for those type of things. Like we knew. Like we picked uh, against LWO, but obviously if Carlito popping up, we're not going to pick against him. Obviously, no one's that dumb. But we're thinking that it was going to be somebody like you know Joaquin Wilds. I keep bringing him up because his name is easy to remember, and I don't know what other dude's name. So I don't give a shit. He ain't important anyway. They always could be. But anyway, this one match the guy is. Sami Zayn versus JD Madonna. I'm hoping that they allow JD Madonna to win and set up an actual storyline. You know, but this is a pre-show and it's the first one. I know Triple H is in charge, not Vince McMahon, but let's be let's be real with ourselves. He does go to the Vince McMahon role. <laughs> you know, he goes to that well a bit. So Sami Zayn might win this. You know, again, he might. I'm rooting for JD Madonna and picking JD Madonna so this can actually lead to a storyline because right now, Sami Zayn is just floating around, really. It allows him to take on the Judgment Day without actually taking on the Judgment Day. You know, this can be a thing that JD Madonna can be doing to actually prove himself relevant to the damn group. Right? Instead of just. Being there to take a damn kick in the face like like that. You know, allow him to show himself. Allow him to get some W's on him. I Sami Zayn can take a hit for a loss. You can have a three-match thing, which just sets up perfectly, by the way. We can have a three-match thing where JD wins here on the pre-show. Sammy wins on the regular shit on the regular uh if you want pre-show still, by the way, he's still doing a pre-show. This can be by the way, this can be a, a pre-show storyline match all the way, by the way. Just letting you know that. But it still brings attention to it. But he can win he wins here, JD wins here, Sammy wins in the next one, JD say, hi, I'm not done with you, you know. Rubber match, and Sammy wins that and sends them on to better endeavors, you know. But this allowed for, you know, JD Madonna to be seen in the, a favorable light with Judgment Day, and he's a part of the team anyway. Right? He goes on to better endeavors and damn self, right? But this can set up a storyline right here. And it's on the pre show, which. Doesn't matter if you miss it because it's the first match anyway. No one gives a shit about the first match if you already had three. If you ever had two, two more set up. But this is good, but I'm picking JD just for that reason 
of hopefully they doing something with Sami Zayn instead of just having them float around the Judgment Day here and there popping up every once in a blue moon. If he's there, give him something to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can have Judgment Day interfere if you want it. You know, something. If you want JD to win clean, even that would be even better, but I doubt that he's a, a heel. But, you know... You don't even have to win too clean. You can win heelishly clean. You know, a heel clean is like low blow type of thing. A, 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 you know, weapon type of thing. A rough bump type of win clean type of thing. I mean, JD can do that. I believe he can do that. He's that decent enough, half-ass decent enough to win that way. Right? So, please let him win so we can have a good storyline going with, you know, Sami Zayn. I mean, I know you still have Sami Zayn when he can, and he can uh, start a, a rivalry with him that way too. But it, it with the face winning, it's kind of easy to just throw this whole storyline away. That's the reason why I say that. Because the face wins one, um, one regular-ass match... Here and there, that can lead to nothing. But if the heel wins over the face, then it can be, you know, used for something built upon later on. I know we can say, well, you know, did you see what happened with, you know, Cody Rhodes? Well, that's different. That's Seth Rollins. He can lose all matches and have a, you know, rubber match where the person wins all three of them. JD ain't that person. But anyway, yeah. The next match we're going to talk about is going to be the uh, women's championship match with Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Zoe Stark, and Shayna Baszler. This is good for Rhea Ripley. She's going to win this anyway because everyone in here are individuals that have been said that could beat Rhea. You know, even though I can see her dropping the belt, to someone like Anaya Jax. Not Raquel Rodriguez. No, Raquel's not that type of person. Uh, she doesn't have the ability to carry that belt, really. She could lose it to Shayna Baszler, but, you know, that's why I really do believe that they need a uh, mid-card title for the women's because that's be something good for Shayna. Zoe Starks is not even, you know, she's getting there, but she needs to be promoted in matches. You know, allow her to go out there and beat a Raquel clean. Allow her to go out there and, you know, beat people clean. Zoe Starks is just starting, so she's definitely in, uh, definitely not winning this shit anyway. She's the one that's definitely may take the uh, boot, by the way. She may take the L. But you know how, I, you know what I, what I always say. When you see a person land a signature on someone... That person who just landed it, unless it's Rhea Ripley, is not going to be the one winning. The person that got the move landed on them is going to be the one that's going to lose. And the person that landed it is going to be the one that's going to get tossed out of the ring and someone's going to steal a, a, a win. Right? So be prepared for that. So if you see someone landing in this match... You know that person who got it done on them is going to be the uh, fall person. And 
whoever just got done the the maneuver, who did the maneuver, is going to be taken out. And someone's going to cover them. And the third person is going to come in and just steal the win. And that will be Rhea Ripley. So I definitely got Rhea Ripley winning this one. I won't be surprised if they give it to probably Anaya if they want to take the belt off of Rhea because she has been, you know, holding the belt for a while. I mean, it's been since WrestleMania. And she's about to go into her actual year, full calendar year as champion. Not that it's surprising, but at some point you got to, you know, let these people who can beat Rhea Ripley beat her because she's starting to run out of, you know, competition. You know, it's a Roman Reigns effect. No one believes Roman Reigns is going to lose because he beat everybody at least two, three, four times, right? It's one of those things. It's like, well, he beat you like five times already, and you're going to fall for the same bullshit anyway. So why am I going to believe you're going to win? So it's getting to the point where she already beat Raquel. Zoe Starks is not dead yet. She hasn't proven, proven to be a top star. And Shayna just got on her own. So, if she's going to drop it, I would say Nia. But they want to try to get Nia a L, by the way. And normally, without trying to hurt the person's actual, you know, steam, they put them in multi-matches. So, they don't take the actual direct L. Zoe Stars can take that L. She can take the direct L. Or even Shayna can take the direct L as well. While not hurting the other competitors. But anyway, I still going with Rhea Ripley. So so far, Judgment Day is gonna have two wins on the night. Okay, so the next match is going to be John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. Now this is a it's a trap match, by the way. Just letting you know, this is a trap match. Everyone believes John Cena. Had this in the bag. That doesn't mean shit. By the way. Solo Sokoa. Can pull this out. And beat John Cena. And still have him. Carry that uh, loss. With him. And it can lead to. Wrestlemania. Being a time period. Where John Cena breaks that streak. Of you know. Not winning a singles match. So, he could lose this. Don't don't think that he's not. Now, I'm not picking him to actually lose because he's one of the few people that actually beat Soul Sokoa already. And they already done talking about his, you know, you know, not winning a singles match since like 2,000 some odd days. And the strikes are damn near over, if I'm correct. So, he's going to definitely be going back to doing his movies. So, it's a good way to send John Cena back out to WWE on a good note. Breaking his streak of losses. Alexa, turn off. Alexa, turn off. So, I'm going to give to John Cena. He's going to win this one. 
you know, send them back on to the movies in a good light. No longer do you have to worry about having that L on them, like losing a singles match. He can go back as the greatest of all time, proving his dominance, you know. This may be also a time where we may see a return. AJ Styles, by the way, that could be time AJ Styles returns, you know, getting his get back on Solo Sokoa and maybe even uh, Jimmy Uso in this because Jimmy Uso can turn up on here, try to help Solo and then AJ Styles come back and do and do his damage, allowing John Cena to win. So a return could possibly happen here. Just saying. But John Cena could also win clean, easily. Okay, Ray Mysterio versus Logan Paul is going to be next. I'm going to talk about... Um, I'm hoping that they do it, but... It's, this is kind of iffy. This kind of iffy. I would like for Logan to have it. He's a free agent. This allowed for the belt to be defended. Well, I think he may go to SmackDown directly. What need for the belt? If the belt is directly for SmackDown, I don't know how they're going to play it because he's a free agent. And I would like to see it that way because now we get to see, you know, because WWE has a bunch of different rules and we don't know how they work things out. And this would be perfectly fine to show that a free agent, how would a free agent be treated if they win championships? Because don't forget, Logan Paul can just go between both shows. And they've shown that if you have titles that belong to both shows, i.e. the, you know, tag titles, you go on all the shows. That's why Judgment Day can appear on NXT, Friday Night SmackDown, and Monday Night Raw. Because Dominic has the, you know, North American title... Judgment Day's uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest got the tag titles. So it allows them to be on Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown. So they can appear on all three. There's, they are, you know, somewhat free agents. But how would a free agent, who's a free agent, himself or herself, be, how would they be treated if they win a main staple title for one of the brands. Would they be stuck on that brand or would they be able to float between each show? So I'm hoping that they pull the Logan Paul. He does deserve a title anyway. Rey Mysterio dealt what he needed to do. You know how it is with Rey Mysterio. He always gets title matches in short range where he holds the belt for a time period where it's only important for the storyline. Right, he's only he only has the title for the importance of the story. After that, it's not longevity, and it's not like he's gonna hurt Raven. He's a Hall of Famer anyway, so what the fuck it doesn't matter. I'm glad he won a title. What they need to do to these, you know, long on the two veterans, let them win one more title while they there, give them a reason to, to actually be there. Good job on WWE on that win, you know, because if they're there, allow them to win one title. They could even be a transitional champion, but at least allow them to be there for a reason. And WD pulled it. I'm glad they did. 
So let's see if they pull it with Logan Paul. I want to say Logan Paul because we got Dominic Mysterio going around. We can still have Ray deal with Dominic. I mean, I mean, got no American title though. I really wouldn't like that. But maybe this can allow for, you know, Santos Escobar to show up and get the belt. Because it'd be on the heel this time. He had his match with his mentor. Now it can be Santos' turn to actually get the belt. Logan Paul is a transitional champion type person. He can get the belt, show what happens with a, you know, free agent has the belt during the time period when the brand split is still in effect. Set up for, you know, Santos as the cabal to win the belt back for LWO. And you can probably have Dominic affect the uh, outcome and set Ray up to take on Dominic Mysterio later on down the road, maybe even in, you know, WrestleMania. Shit, hell, if you want, you can have him take on uh, Dominic for the goddamn uh, North American title and send Ray Mysterio down to NXT. Get some star power down there. You know, in the storyline for Ray and Dominic, and send Ray down to NXT to get the rub on those guys down there. So a lot can happen when Logan Paul winning. So it definitely seems better for Logan Paul to win instead of Ray. So Ray has it doesn't have much, it doesn't lead to much with Ray winning, and the. The world is your fucking oyster if fucking <laughs> Logan Paul wins. What the hell? I just thought about that. You just opened up a whole world with Logan Paul. I just thought about that. They're sitting here just talking. You opened up a whole world for Logan with Logan Paul winning. So it seems more likely for Logan Paul to win. Okay, EO Scott versus Bianca Belair. I believe that damage controls will win this and allow EO Scott to win. Bianca returns, gets her. It's I don't like picking against a returning person, but, you know, Bianca wins low is always there. Bianca low. But it's like, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. It also sets up, you know, I think uh, Kyrie Zane or something like that. One of those uh, individuals, Asian girls, supposed to be returning to WWE. I don't know what happened with her, but you know, maybe this is time period. You know, Eoskop still pulls it away. This sets up, you know, Bianca Belair to do other things other than the title. All right, so enough with that. I just believe in EO Scott going to win that. Even though I really don't like betting against a returning uh, superstar. They normally like to keep the heat on them, but they can lose. So, Damian Priest versus Cody Rhodes is not for any type of title whatsoever. But, you know, to keep the flame afloat with Cody, I think he's still going to win. Keeping him on his, you know, A game. Allowing Damian Priest to be look like he's on the downward slope. But this is going to be the time period. He's like, 
damn it, I gotta get a, I gotta get a win here and allow for Damien to cash in the briefcase. You know, let's not forget that some shenanigans can happen here as well. Judgment Day can pop up, all this and that, and well, hey, and all of a sudden you have, you know, Cody Rhodes losing. Or Cody Rhodes can win. And Damien's pissed with Judgment Day. You know, he needs to get a W. And now he's going to cash in the uh, briefcase. I really don't want him to. I really hope it's for something big. You know. And the only match so far that looks possible for him to cash in on. Would be Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. And I hope they're not doing that to Drew. Where you just fuck him over again. Because if he do. Hey, Drew. I wouldn't have signed that contract. AW looking pretty good. You got Edge over there. Christian over there. Samoa Joe over there. MJF over there. Wardlow over there. Powerhouse Hobbs over there. You know? You got guys over there. Got some guys over there you can, you know, because Drew McIntyre did win his belt during the pandemic to complete and utter silence. And every step of the way, he had been treated like a like like a chump. He comes out there. He's going to give a good match. Even though you know he's going to lose. The thing with Cardiff. Where everything was aligned for him. And you pulled the rug underneath of him. At what time is he going to get a title shot? And no, I don't think he should beat Gunther. Because he can beat Gunther. For a lazy ass and continental title. He needs the big dog. The big boys. Title. So he should beat Seth Rollins here. He can beat Seth clean. He can have Judgment Day come out. Look like they're interfering. And Damien look like he's going to cash in. And don't. That can be that thing and he talk with and that can lead to Drew turning heel ish or heel completely. Right? Heel completely. Where he talks with Judgment Day and they allow for him to cash in the uh allow for him to win. Right? Because don't forget this Drew McIntyre is both be the Drew McIntyre that's not afraid to bend the rules. Don't forget, he took the turnbuckle pad off and threw a person into it and allowed him to win. And he popped up and said, well, only that say is sorry and all is forgiven, right? Something like that. So he's definitely not below cheap. Which Judgment Day can be involved in it now. 
and this can set up a good, you know, three, three type of thing, or even, uh, this can be used for, you know, Survivor Series, you know, I doubt Survivor Series is going to be more of a, let's look at that shaping up to be a brand versus brand, because you got two different GMs and shit. So I doubt that, but it could set up for something. It could be a three, you know, three match thing where Drew McIntyre wins the belt and he has to fend off Seth Rollins, you know, time and time again, slowly turning Drew even more heelish and heelish and heelish. And he winds up, you know, being the ultimate heel this time, full on heel instead of the, you know, intermediate person that he is a great character or you can just leave him the same but give you know Seth Rollins some time to actually heal his back up because he took four months off in that between his first match but this allows him to actually take some real meaningful time off to actually heal up you know so Drew can actually win it allow him to get the belt I don't believe Damian Priest should cash in I believe that this should be another opportunity for him to, you know, stave off that catching in, allow him for maybe um, Rhea Ripley again to come in, stop him from cashing in, lead to more friction between them, right? Because now he's holding on to the briefcase. And it's starting to look like Rhea Ripley is the actual, you know, leader of the group. Which not supposed to have a leader. Which causes friction between Damien and the group. Which will allow for Damien Priest to leave and have JD Madonna take his place. Right? So. uh, uh, That could happen. Just saying, that could happen. But I'm definitely going to go for more of a surprise type of thing. You know, I'm going to say he's not definitely going to cash in that that uh, Damian Priest is not going to cash in the money to bring briefcase on Drew McIntyre, definitely. Anyway, so... So he would definitely leave with it and whatnot. Just saying. So the next thing I'll talk about would be um, the last match, which would be LA Knight versus Roman Reigns. Do we need to talk about it? Roman Reigns wins. Hello, common sense. You know, I want to do it again here in this time period because this is one of the big matches type of thing. I would say this would be a good time for Damian Priest to catch in and wind up being a surprise of all surprises, the swerve of all swerves, the most strickling of all swerves. Now, make sure I say it correctly, more strickling of all swerves. You know, swerve strickling from you know, AEW, using that as a uh, pun. And Damian Priest comes out there and takes the belt from Roman Reigns. Because everybody believing that the story is for Cody Rhodes to 
beat Roman Reigns when surprise of all surprises swerves <laughs> it's going to be none other than Damian Priest because of course it would be Damian Priest cashing in the briefcase on Roman Reigns because why not Roman Reigns has been scapegoating a bunch of matches leaving and he's been basically taken to the limit by everyone in every match and when someone tries to cash in something stupid happens right so I believe this would be a good match for LA Knight to lose to Roman of course and Roman due to hook and crook type chicanery beats LA Knight but this is when Damian Priest comes out there and <laughs> comes out there south of heaven on that motherfucker and winds up pinning him. And this was set up a real good, you know, storyline thing where the bloodline would be taken on Judgment Day. Because this would put the two teams directly up against each other. Because you attacked the island of relevancy. Declared war on the island of relevancy. And this would promote Judgment Day to the most biggest of all stages. Now they're not you know those type of you know they're not those type of individuals who are like alright they just you know, mid-card talent. They're, they're real. And now, Bloodline has nothing. No gold. No tag titles. No Incontinentals. No nothing. It's been imploded by the new gang on the block. Judgment Day. And this promotes them up and makes them be looked at as something serious. Like, oh shit. They are... The team, the it faction. But anyway, yeah. Just say. Also, yeah, I just thought about this. Uh, I'm gonna say this because no one else has said it yet. RKO can be making a return. Because so far, no one else has said it. You know, I've been watching everything and they've forgotten about, you know, Randy Orton. <laughs> so, he's been seen at the, you know, performance center. He could come back. You know, he can come back doing the pre show. He can come back doing whatever. He can just you know, show vignettes of him returning, yada, 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 you know, other stuff. But it's possible for definitely Randy Orton to return. You know. Because he's definitely been there waiting for it to happen. So it's not impossible, definitely. (laughs) He's definitely can return right now. You know. Or they can hold him off for the Royal Rumble to show an appearance. But, you know, just saying, keep a lookout for that Viper to return. Because it's been one of those things. It's like, 
you know, few wrestlers who've been, you know, talked about returning and whatnot. It's possible, you know, for them to return. It ain't impossible, you know. Just keep a lookout for that. Just saying, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to do that and let you guys know all the picks I have. I'm going to try to do this with my wife as well to get her, both of our picks on it. So who knows? My pick may change between one and the other between then. But hey, you know, just trying to show, you know, that I did at least do it on my own first. You can hear my picks. And who knows? Maybe if we both can do it, I'm picking her up. So she's it's midnight. She gets off at midnight. So if we come home, we might try to do it as well just so we can both talk about it, you know, give a little hey type of thing. So just keep an eye out for that. So this might be a two-parter, might be a one, but I want to get our picks out there. You got mine out there directly. But yeah. Also, loading things, wrapping up. This match was with Seth Rollins is a big, big match for Drew McIntyre, for, in my sake. I mean, at some point in time, you got to pull the trigger on Drew, allow him to win. I mean, goddamn, for the past year or so, he's been doing excellent and setting up matches. I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that it, it you know, it leads to something, you know. Just getting all the what-ifs out there, too. I'm like for the match, for the brief, like for the match with Damian Priest to be for a briefcase, but I doubt it'd be for the briefcase. I mean, allow for Cody to use it. Me the one to cash in on Roman, but yeah. But, again, the storyline sets it up. And if Damian wins... It will definitely put the bloodline on notice that there's a new uh, gang in town. You know, they've been hitting at that here and there. So they probably, you know, bite the bullet on it. But what will happen when, you know, with his tag partner? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think that. <laughs> I think that it doesn't matter, really. You know? I think Finn Balor would actually accept Damian Priest as the uh, champion, cashing in. Maybe not on Seth. Definitely. I mean, if they definitely like doing a Roman, it would be beautiful. I mean, I would love for Finn Balor to take on uh, Seth Rollins and get the belt back and have Judgment Day decked out in all the gold. It would be beautiful for that. I mean, seriously, let's call it like it is. It is what it is. It would be beautiful. Uh, for that to happen and, and um, you know it can definitely set the team up pretty good because even if Drew McIntyre wins you can have Finn Balor beat Drew McIntyre he's already been seen as a traditional champion anyway so you can have the chance where the team is set up in gold all the gold and you can have a match where Survivor Series is the match to be where you got all the gold would be on the line 
you know, well, not all of it, but, you know, you can have the world titles and the tag titles on the line, you know, where, you know, you can have, and maybe you know American title too. You can have with uh, Soul Sokoa, where the bloodline's going for all of Judgment Day's gold, right? You have Ray Mysterio, uh, not right, but Dominic Mysterio's. Is that right? Dominic Mysterio's North American title on the line. You can have the tag titles on the line, and you can have the WWE Worlds on the line, all in one match for Survivor Series. Do you not think that that's a good match? Like, that's a damn good main event. Fuck Roman Reigns being in it. Anybody being in that match would be good. You know, a bunch of flunkies. That's a good match. Right? So, yeah. Be on the lookout for that. They can be leading to that for Survivor Series. And everyone has all the gold for Judgment Day. They like you don't just run Monday Night Raw. We run WWE, and a bloodline comes out and challenges them for all the gold. Hell, you didn't even have Finn Balor even had the w, uh, the, uh, the world title. You can just even the uh, WWE title on Damien be more than enough, right? And this will lead to some more friction. Because if it's in a match like that, who gets the, you know, WWE title? Does Jimmy Uso get it? Because he pinned, you know, because he pinned Damian Priest. Who gets the uh, the title? You had Jimmy trying to uh, hold on to the belt, but Roman, like, no, give me my belt. You know, lead to friction there. You know, it can lead, it, it leads to a lot of things. I doubt they'll do it here. They probably do with a different fraction because we, we're sick of shit of the bloodline. But it's still a possibility to try to keep it relevant enough to keep it going to WrestleMania. Also, Jay Carr Hill can show up here again and actually be relevant. Maybe she attacks. Um, maybe she attacks. Maybe EO? She can beat EO Sky easily, though. But, you know, maybe Bianca Belair, she wins the... Yeah, if Bianca wins, you can then see Jay coming out and taking on Bianca Belair for the title. You know, so that's another thing. Two, you know, or she can attack Rhea Ripley, too, by the way, because she has not been shown to be on... She has not been said to be on either brand, if I'm correct. I don't think she's actually SmackDown. But if she is on SmackDown, she's attacking EO and calling it a day. If I'm correct, I think it's EO. Yeah, EO style. Doesn't fucking matter. She getting one of the belts. But anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't get to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. Podcast available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The link to my support is available there as well. As little as a dollar a month is definitely beneficial. Later, guys. Okay, everyone, welcome back. I do have my lovely wife here with me. We're going to do the predictions here on mine and 
also on her podcast as well, just to make sure everyone has an opportunity to get it. Yes, I'm doing the predictions for WWE Premium Live Event, Crown Jewel, which is the big one. So, the WrestleMania for the Saudis. So, got a video here from WrestleMania. Gonna play it play. Let them let you listen in to who they're picking and see if we agree or not. So she's here with me. And we just gonna let this play and see if we agree or disagree. Crown Jewel is just days away with eight big bouts for the show, including five championship matches. But who will come out with the W and who will come out with the L? Join us now as WrestleMania looks at all the winners and losers of WWE Crown Jewel 2023. Be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell to get your videos and follow us on Facebook for exclusive Also, check out our new website, WrestleMania.com. First, let's start off with the pre-show. Yeah, the pre-shows are back. As Sami Zayn takes on JD McDonough. As Triple H realized that WWE PLEs need more matches, well, has Peacock asked the WWE to fill its pre-show with something besides 60 minutes of hype videos and monotonous, some might say sleep-inducing segments, mm-hmm. of the usual gang of talking heads? Whatever yeah. the case, it's refreshing to see an actual match on the pre-show, and even better, one that means something. Sammy vs JD should be a showcase for the would-be Judgment Day member to show his stuff, and he couldn't ask for a better dance partner than Sami Zayn. Look for the Judgment Day to help McDonough get the Duke, leading to more matches between Sammy and McDonough. Mm-hmm. Our final prediction, JD McDonough comes out with a W. Now we- Yeah. Again, this is a big ordeal for Sammy to be over there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's why he doing the picture so he can leave. As soon as he can get, I mean, everybody want to do that anyway. They want to get their money in and get out. Thanks to Brock Lesnar, they ain't paid by the hour. Remember that. So yeah, only person is Roman Reigns is different. So yeah, good match and uh, glad to bring pre-shows back. Well, yeah. Picking Madonna right to win that match. JD. Because I'm picking JD. You picking them too? I'm going to go with them, but... I wouldn't be surprised if Sammy wins because they just probably don't want to make a, a storyline out of it. No, what I was going to say... I'm going to go with Sammy, but I know JD McDonald's going to win because of Judgment Day interference. I'm going... Learn the opposite for the exact same reason. And JD Madonna gonna win because they wanna make a storyline out of it. Give Sammy something to fucking do. Because yes, he could win, but he ain't no Cody Rose where you can have him win and have him have a three match type of thing going on. It's just it's not JD, it's JD is not the type of person. So yeah. I'd say JD has to win just for the storyline to have him have a match. Three match thing with uh Sammy. I'ma say JD wins through the interference, but Sammy won't want a rematch. Exactly. That's what we might be putting so JD to win. So Sammy won a rematch, he's gonna wanna win it, then they're gonna have another match to break the uh be the rubber match. 
Because if Sammy wins, you don't get that. JD is no uh, Seth Rollins. Where you can technically see him lose three times in a row and actually take him as somebody credible. Anyway. Move on to the main show, as the first match will be the fatal five-way match for the Women's World Championship, as champion Rhea Ripley takes on Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Zoe Stark, and really Shayna Now, the only thing we know 100% in order is the fact that uh, JD and Sammy, by the way. We don't know if this is going to be the actual order of the uh, match. Match. Except for what? That's the pre-show. That's the only thing we know. And this is the match that Rhea Ripley fans have been asking for ever since the Eradicated defeated Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 39, a challenging title match. Although Raquel Rodriguez was a good opponent for Ripley, her previous challenges have been easy pickings, with Rhea's opponents looking like Ronda Rousey's cast-offs. And fans know how poorly Ronda Rousey's last title run was. But not here, where Rhea Ripley faces some stiff competition, and worst of all, a match that she can lose the title without being pinned or submitted. This should be a wild brawl as every competitor is known for their power and or striking and submission abilities within So yeah. I'm gonna say she retains. Yeah, I see her retaining. And I see um Well, I was gonna say Shayna, but not Shayna. She's not gonna be the one taking the L. But uh the person who wanna cause the the most damage, because you know it's a multi-person match. And you know how all multi-person matches go. Somebody lands their furniture on someone. That person who's getting their furniture landed on them is going to be the person that's going to lose. The person who landed the furniture on the person is going to be the person who's not going to win. They'll be tossed out the way and somebody's going to steal it. So how are they going to work? Well, I see Nia, uh, Nia Jax being the person causing the L. She's going to land her bonsai drop onto um, what's it? Zoe Stocks, and Zoe Stocks will be the person who's going to be pinned by Rhea Ripley because Rhea's going to toss Nia Jack's fat ass out the ring and take the pick. One, two, three. Pins Zoe Stocks. Who did they pick? Of course they pick uh, Rhea. I can go back. Oh, yeah, I did like In the spotlight, showing that they're more than contenders, they're viable champions. Despite the odds being stanked against her, look for Ripley to show why she becomes so dangerous since joining the Judgment Day as she uses her brains to overcome her opponent's brawn. Our final prediction, Rhea Ripley retains the Women's Championship. And that does not disqualify a lot of these people from winning. It's a way for uh, Nia Jax to get an L while actually losing, being pinned. So she can keep her hot streak going. Same thing with Shayna Baszler. You know, Raquel Rodriguez is Raquel Rodriguez. And, uh, I see her taking the pin. I don't see Raquel Rodriguez. I'm seeing because she has more to lose. The most person who don't really have much to lose is Zoe Starks because she's just starting. Pin her. She's going to be the one taking the L. She can get the bonsai drop done on her by Nia Jax. Nia Jax get her ass thrown out the ring by Rhea Ripley, and she takes the pin. One, two, three. Setting up for Nia to be able to go against her 
and maybe actually beat her ass for the damn title. Because she had it for goddamn so long, it's been WrestleMania. Next up is John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. John Cena. The greatest of all time against. No! No, no. Solo. No. I'm about to say. No, I like play first. It's the Bloodline's resident monster. While Solo Sokoa is no longer undefeated, anyway. his losses are still so rare. Even when he loses, there's no guarantee that his opponent will walk back to the dressing room. Well, at least in one piece. The Enforcer's appetite for destruction is greater than ever, as there's pressure that's on him to perform well in what's being billed as a first solo, no pun intended, match at a premium live event. Although Cena was absent from the ring for some time, he quickly shed the ring rust when he returned this August, and Solo should think he's facing a veteran whose best days are in the rearview mirror. Cena now may be closer to the end of his career than the beginning, but he's primed to go out in a blaze of glory as he finally gets a singles win. Well, at least on television. He has defeated wrestlers in dark matches. We'll look for Cena to overcome one of his most formidable opponents and will come victorious at Crown Jewel. Our final prediction, John Cena wins the match. Okay, this is a trap match. Uh, just to let you know. Because they can swerve the hell out of you. Because they can have John Cena lose to Solo. This is what's going to happen. John going to get the visual pin, mm -hmm. but Solo going to get the actual win. Exactly. Because they can set John Cena up to have his actual win at WrestleMania. By the way, because that's not too far away. By the way. So he could. they could still do that. Now, yes, they could end it here and have John Cena ride off into the sunset because don't forget the uh strikes are basically over now hint hint why he can go back so not yet because the writers uh the actors are on strike yeah the actors are still on strike but I said, the, I said, the writers are back the back. writers are back that's the thing like i said he can basically go back no because he can't act in anything he's an actor yeah i know <laughs> but they can write shit up for him and when he get back, he's your lines and work and get and get your ass in here, peacekeeper. I mean, that's what he's there for. Make a little money on the side, cause again, yeah, that's the only reason why John Cena is here, cause of because damn strikes. Exactly, and he needs money. Just in case people don't understand. You ain't these guys are rich. Not what you think. <laughs> He and some of them ain't that rich. He he ain't hurting, but he he ain't he ain't he he he, he well off, but then y'all understand that. But then you don't even know that because you don't know his kind of ass. When I say well off, I me mean, he he ain't going like he ain't going to starve tomorrow. Right, he ain't starving. He ain't going to starve. Uh, you know, he ain't like us. You know, we lose a job and we looking at old shit, paycheck to paycheck. But again. He though he being rich, it comes with also rich man bills. Hmm. Yeah, pay a guy on Trizzy's gonna be in the uh, thousands. So you paying gas for multiple properties, multiple properties, and multiple homes, and you got paid in the thousands because your shit is not gonna be no hundreds. It's just gonna be a thousand mm, for each property because you got thirty-five. Rooms you ain't say because you got 35 rooms and electricity in all of them. Even if some of them you may not be there. And you don't even go, go into. Exactly, you may not be there, but that clock still, that, that counter is still 
clocking. So it's gonna be in the thousands. <coughs> so yeah. So we could win here, go in the, go off in the sunset and disappear. Because the strikes are basically no, uh, basically round, round, rounding up. No, round, I mean winding down. No, because the, the the actors the, are still, still on they theirs ain't round, winding down. Theirs is getting ready to ramp back up. I'm about to say theirs are still ramping back up. I know what I'm saying, but the writers, I mean, that one was the big one. No, for people like him as well. No, so he he's can, an actor. So his he he had it both ways. He was shit both ways. But now he shit one way because for himself. But yeah, the thing is, can't do nothing at least you know that they can write some shit. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you know, you know that the writers are back in the writers' room. They can room. write stuff. They can make stuff. They have all the things set prepared for. The, and that's and you've been there. Don't forget. That's literally one of the biggest portions. And then you need the actors though to do the work. Because you can't fight anything, you can't, can't shoot nothing shoot shit. without the actors. But you can at least get the shit written up for them to talk. The writers so, are the most important. So he can go because back which, and Which you going to act if there's nothing written down? Exactly. Oh, we're going off on candy, though. Yeah. And this may be seen as the last match in WWE. For more details, check out our Crown Jewel News and Rumors video as it's unknown if Cena will walk back or stretch <coughs> thanks to a post-match attack by Solo. Exactly. Next up, the United States Championship match as champion Rey Mysterio takes on Logan Paul. This is also going to be a uh, one of those matches, too. One of those trap matches. Logan Paul finally won his first WWE Championship. Although Paul came close against Roman Reigns at last year's Crown Jewel, he continues improving in the ring and current US Champion Rey Mysterio shouldn't underestimate Paul due to Logan's lack of experience. What Paul lacks in experience, he makes up in tried and a willingness to cut corners. At one point, Rey's reign as US Champion looked to be about setting things up for a generational match between himself and fellow LWO member Santos Escobar. However, the WWE appears to put this on the back burner. Look for Logan to capture his first title and also look for possible interference from Dominic Mysterio, who has become pals with Paul through their mutual dislike of Rey Mysterio. Dominic will likely cost Rey the match, reigniting the feud between father and son. Our final prediction, Logan Paul wins the US Championship. I agree. That's one thing, because here's the thing, because I was sitting here just thinking about it. If you allow Logan Paul to win, it opens up the world. A bunch of different things. If Ray could, Ray contains, there's not much that you can really do with Ray. You gotta come up with some shit, and you're not gonna put. It's already the, there. And you're not going he to. It's already there. And you're not gonna do the father That's, son for the, you know, U.S. title, because you need for who to wind up actually just winning, and winning it all, and shutting Dominic up. Rey Mysterio. Right? You need Rey to... If you want to do that storyline again, you need him to shut Dominic the fuck up. Like, you... you there's, a, there's levels to this, Dominic. And you ain't there yet. Type of thing. But if Logan Paul wants to win in, the world is opened up. Don't forget, Logan Paul is a free agent. Now, what does that mean... When he wins the title, is he still a free agent, or does he goes onto the show with the title? 
Hmm. Think about that. If he goes onto the show with the title, that means he's going on the SmackDown. That means he can take on Santos Escobar, who didn't win the title due to basically in Ray getting injured, right? So he may wind up winning it off of Logan Paul. This may give reason for Logan Paul to actually be in the ring more than a few days in, on, a, on a month or a year. So now he'd be forced to be there and actually be an actual wrestler. Because right now he's not. Right? A lot of things happen with Logan Paul winning. That means he's get, he gonna have to be here and win, lose, whatever. But I still say Ray gonna win. I know I still see Ray winning because they because they can always do it's Ray Low. That's always the thing. Ray Low. <laughs> but I do believe my heart of hearts. Because a lot of things open up if Logan Paul wins. Good God. I can't believe I say that and actually mean it. But yeah, it is true. If he wins, it's better. What are they going to do like I said they did like the other man? Ray might get the visual win, but Logan get the actual win. Exactly. This is how Ray keep it. That's exactly what they're going to do. I'm just hoping that they just don't do the opposite and have Logan get the visual win and send Dominic dead doing stupid shit and don't work and Bray wind up winning because what else is left? <clears throat> and let me leave another question with Logan Paul's victory is how much you'll be on WWE TV and how long exactly. this title reign will be? SmackDown already has one champion who rarely defends a title and can't afford to have Paul showing up once every two months to defend the belt. At the same time, they can't afford to give Paul a short-lived title reign which could hurt his push. Well, that's a question that WWE hopefully has an answer because we're calling for Paul to walk out of Crown Jewel with the US Championship around his waist. Now that's our final prediction. Mm-hmm. Next up, the WWE Women's Championship match as champion Io Sky takes on Bianca Belair. Io Sky has had plenty of time to enjoy her WWE Women's Championship reign without former champion Bianca Belair breathing down her neck. However, now that the EST is back, can Sky retain her title against one of the WWE's most dominant champions in the last two years? Sky will have damage controls for Bailey and Dakota Kai as backup regardless of whether Sky wants them there or not. But Bianca may not be alone as Charlotte Flair and Asuka both have good reasons to want revenge on damage control. Expect a fantastic match in the ring with plenty of fireworks outside as damage control Charlotte Flair and Asuka slug it out. Will this outside chaos play a role in the match's outcome? Well, it certainly will, distracting Belair for that split second Sky needs to edge out a win. As our final prediction, Io Sky retains the women's championship. What'd you think? Agree or not? I agree. Yeah. Because it's setting up for uh Kyrie. Kyrie Sane coming. Yeah. To beat her. Exactly. Now don't be surprised by Bianca winning because Bianca low. Let's not forget about that. It's always that reason. Bianca can win because she's Bianca Belair. She's also coming back. You know, so that's also that thing. Uh, the winner hurt her push, so we gonna have her win. Type of thing. I think that's what's gonna happen. I Even th- though they did, it, they I threw think this is anyway. gonna happen. I think she's gonna win, and Kyrie's ain't pops, go, up. pops up. Now, this is again. I say it for again. Kyrie think pops out with Oscar. 
Yeah. But this can be a trap match, though, too. Because Bianca can win because she's Bianca Belair low. Hmm. I mean, they literally did it for her and EO to literally cash in on her the same night. Remember? Mm-hmm. You know? Bianca low. And there's, and there's good damn reason for them to have Bianca win to be champion. Jade Carl Hill. They, 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 I believe they'll tag up first before they fight each other. You know, Jade Carhill. I believe they're going to tag up first. I know. But it's just saying that, that could happen. Mm-hmm. Jade comes out there, beat her up, and get uh, a visual type of thing. But then again, and then here's them. the thing. Speaking of that, if they do tag them two up, everybody's just going to be waiting for the, the, the actual the, the, the birth. Yeah. So I wouldn't even tag them up. I mean, they they had a good tag. They don't like doing good women's tag teams because they like to blow them up too too or too early, way too early. They should have been dead. Goddamn Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. They should have had a, a literal year long reign from one damn calendar event to the next damn calendar, the same calendar <laughs> event in the next year. They should have been did that. But he did. But yeah, don't go to sleep yet because you gotta do your own podcast. Okay. You oh. do me more. Okay, yeah, sure. Let's keep going. Next up is Damien Priest versus Cody Rhodes. Cody Damien Rhodes. Priest is riding high on Raw, not only working with WWE's hottest faction, but holding tag team championship gold it's and the Cody Money in the Bank briefcase. However, send your Money in the Bank wants more than tag team gold. He's looking for his first world championship in WWE. Cody Rhodes. But first though, Priest has to get through Cody Rhodes, who's on his own quest for a WWE world title, and who's shown that he won't let anyone get in his way. Brock Lesnar found this out, and despite the Judgment Day's collective efforts, he's still moving forward. Priest could fall into the same pitfall as he did at Fastlane, working a match that taxes him so much he dare not risk cashing in his briefcase. Cody is as close to unstoppable as it comes right now and his winning ways will continue at Crown Jewel as he defeats Priest one-on-one. Our final prediction, Cody Rhodes wins the match. Yeah. Next up is a world heavy- Yeah, I believe that too. I believe that too. How about you? I was saying that Cody Rhodes when he first first said it. Yeah, because Cody has something a little bit different. You know, you do want to keep him still hot because you're trying to drag it out until goddamn, uh, until goddamn WrestleMania. So you gotta keep him winning or something. You can have him get beat up, but at least goddamn, you gotta win matches because if you start having to lose match, lose match, and lose match, the fans gonna start losing confidence in him. Rollins takes on Drew McIntyre. But Drew McIntyre's frustrations with the bloodline are borderline obsessive, or should we say psychopathic? Yes, it looks like McIntyre's inability to defeat Roman Reigns and Raw's babyface roster, welcoming former bloodline member Jey Uso with open arms, has only aggravated McIntyre further. The prodigal son's return may advance cheering for Jay, but it appears to have driven Drew back to embracing his Scottish psychopath persona, which is bad news for Seth Rollins. Adding the possibility of Drew having to work out a devil's bargain with the Judgment Day and Rollins' reign looks to be overcome Crown Jewel. But this is no bad news as it should give Rollins time to heal his injured back. Our final prediction, Drew McIntyre wins the match and becomes World Heavyweight Champion. I am begging dear God for him to do that. 
That's if Seth get ready to go on a break a little bit. I know. I'm begging dear God for them to do that. Because that's not I'm not even gonna lie about it, man. Drew McIntyre been he been giving everything to WWE. He should be treated right. I mean, we've seen goddamn Damian Priest get something before Drew McIntyre. I mean, you had him lose in Carter when everything was set up for him to win. They know they got to repay that man. Repay this man something. Because he carried y'all through the pandemic. Exactly. He was one of the ones that carried y'all through the pandemic. Exactly, because I'm dead serious. Be real, Drew. I, I wish I could tell him. Yeah, it is definitely like, better like, on the other side, bro. Go. Yeah. They don't got you. The way everything has been talking, he he better if he better sign. Because they better. They they treating you like that in under Triple H. Shit. Don't forget to see you're gonna be seeing Ali soon somewhere. I'm telling exactly. you. Exactly. Even in Impact or A or AEW. Yep. You might because, even go to New Japan. Who knows? But exactly. your money. If he do, we we'll see uh, Ali and Impact or AEW. Exactly. And Drew, I'll jump if they don't. They ain't going to jump. I'm jumping ship. Cause goddamn, they ain't treating you right. Because I mean, goddamn, at all that shit. He went through fighting with actual, you know, being actually sick. Right. You doing all that and keep losing. Being in pointless matches and doing your best to carry. You carry carrying cross. Like Jesus carried the cross. The good God. What is carrying cross? I don't know, but those goddamn matches was shit. Because Carrion didn't know what the fuck he was doing. It ain't Drew. Hey, push flash. So I'm begging to God let him fucking win. He got the reason Seth Rollins need time off. And don't let Damian Priest cast the fuck in. Because I might want to kill a man. Literally. Let Drew get the title. And let him actually defend it. Damn. Please, God. And finally, it's time for the main event. As undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns takes on LA Knight. Roman Reigns is well. That's all you need to hear. Roman Reigns low. Roman Reigns versus God. Roman Reigns wins. The timing is everything, which is why WWE initially kept the brakes off LA Knight's push, letting the megastar continue to build his popularity with fans through his promos without making any progress up the WWE ladder. But that hasn't been so over the last two months as Knight has been embroiled with the bloodline, a situation which fans know leads to one destination, a match against the Tribal Chief. Crown Jewel as an epic match here as LA Knight is arguably the company's top babyface and he seems destined to beat Roman for the title. However, the timing doesn't appear to be right, at least in the WWE's eyes, as it still wants Roman wearing the belt as he walks into WrestleMania 40. A look for Roman to play a Houdini as he digs deep into his usual bag of tricks to find a win when defeat looks imminent. 
However, the real magic trick here will be finding a way for Ellie Knight to come up short without him losing his momentum and looking like just another sap who came short against the head of the table. Our final prediction, Roman Reigns retains the Undisputed Championship. Now, although we're predicting a Roman win, his reign may end at Crown Jewel as fans should rule out the possibility of Damian Priest cashing in a briefcase against the Tribal uh -uh. Chief. Here's how we think things could play out. The Judgment Day held Drew win the World Heavyweight Championship and the group turned along with Drew destroying Reigns, allowing Priest to cash in. This will allow Drew to get a world title and also some payback on Reigns. The only X factor is whether Damian decides to leave the Judgment Day, something that he's teased for some time. But there you have it folks, all the- Yeah, because I was gonna say, because I was talking about that myself, I've been the only one so far literally saying that uh, Damian Priest will be the one to actually beat Roman Reigns for the title because he's been like sitting there open and available for it so many times. I mean, good God almighty. I'm like, how many times can you just let this man just sit there as a champion and not take out these blatantly, obviously open opportunities to uh, pin this dude? Mm. I've been saying that since goddamn Austin Theory had the belt. You know, like he was the last into into war games. Ain't nothing stopping you from coming out there with a goddamn steel chair, beating this man across his back, Giving him his 30 lashes like he's Jesus Christ. No one else can get out that damn uh, clusterfuck of a goddamn uh, that cage match. Pin his ass right then and there, take the belt and go home. Dead ass. Because I would have did it. Straight up told him, you're losing the belt tonight. How? Just play along. You'll feel it and just go with it. Everybody else, do what y'all doing. Just keep doing it. Beat Roman Reigns across his back soon as you come walking down that ring. Into that damn ring. That ring. Bam. Cross his back with the briefcase. And just keep beating on him. And then pin him. One, two, three. Now Damian Priest can do it. Because he's been open so many times. And this does lead to a good thing, because maybe if you don't want to do the brand warfare at Survivor Series, you can do, you know, you can do Judgment Day versus Bloodline, whatever's left of it. Hmm. And Damian Priest can have the gold, and you can have Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, uh, Uso. Jimmy Uso, excuse me. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa taking on Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Dominic Mysterio. Right? You had them taking on for all the gold. Which lead to Jay wind up pinning Damian Priest, get the damn tag titles with maybe somebody like uh, Roman, but that also put the damn you know world title on the line. And now he's going to have to be the sacrificial lamb for Roman Reigns because he's going to get that belt back and lead to friction between them with that. It leads to a lot of things. If you allow <coughs> for Damon to uh, cash in on Roman, the swerve of all swerve, the swerve strickling of all swerves, But yeah, 
There you go. You know our picks. Pretty much, I'll wait for her to get out the bathroom. Because he went in there and took a pee. But, you know, I think we may differ is only on the pre-show with J.D. Madonna and Sami Zayn. But I'll make sure to uh, talk with her as she got out the bathroom. But... Before that, we both got real Ripley winning. That's guaranteed. Oh, here we go. Goody. Come on over here so we can go through the uh, picks for the last time. Don't worry, we'll do the picks tomorrow morning. But yeah. So, so for the last time, make sure that everything is, you know, together. And come on over. I know you tired and about to end it, but that's what I'm trying to do. You got one over. So, for the last time, the picks are going to be for the Sami Zayn and JD Madonna match. Who do you got? I got JD. That's the one we differ. Right? Alright, so... The match after that is going to be Rhea Ripley against the uh, other girls. Yeah, we both got Rhea with that one. All right, John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. I got John. Yeah, can I say we got John because you know you probably want to finally give him that first win, and let's not forget right there can pop up. Just in case Jay, uh, Jay, Jimmy Uso pops up. Here comes again returning AJ Styles, you know, to get his win back. All right. Logan Paul versus Ray Mysterio. I'm picking Logan because a lot more things can happen with him. But I'm glad you did because Ray Low can always happen. Because Logan can lose matches and not and not be affected. Alright, so Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. Same here. But watch out for the Bianca Low. Let you know that. Because they could be trying to set up Bianca Belair and Jay Carhill. But we do got Kyrie Zane that was already been side. Sitting in a way in a way uh just waiting for her to be used against EO. Alright. Damien Priest versus Cody Rose. You know it's Cody. Cody Rose. Yeah, I know it's Cody. Cody Lowe. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I'm praying that dear God is Drew. What about you? Mm. I mean, it can always be Seth Lowe. Yeah, see, that's another one. And turn Drew full heel. I'm gonna go with yeah, just fuck up because he needs a damn thing. That's all the shit he's been doing. And the rest of it is Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Reigns, low. Yeah, you say, because Roman Reigns, low. Roman always wins. Roman versus nothing. How he can lose. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Shadow. Roman somehow beats his own Shadow. Roman Reigns versus Chuck Norris. Roman wins. 
You know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Reigns versus Chuck Norris. Roman Reigns wins. Roman Reigns versus Bruce Lee. Roman Reigns wins. Roman Reigns versus a pack of hyenas. Roman Reigns wins. Roman Reigns versus all of WWE roster. They did that beforehand. With John Cena, to be uh, true with you. But, don't matter. It don't matter. He still wins. But anyway, yeah, this is going to be where we end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. The podcast is available at Podcast and Spotify. The link to our support is available there as well. Again, definitely share, 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 share the podcast. Please, God, share it. Later, guys.